0: Welcome to Cork City Library's talking newsletter of library news and features. I'm Glenn, and in this edition we bring you Remembering Road to Stores by Michael Linehan Trina Dunley Reviews the Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell We conclude our series of tips for short story writing by Circa Fogarty and we hear from library staff member Liz McNamara who will redeploy the friendly call during the COVID crisis. Remembering Roach's Stores William Roach was initially apprenticed to the drapery trade with the well-known firm of Cash & Co and after five years he decided to leave for London to make his fortune. In 1900 he returned to Cork and opened a small household and furniture shop in a side street at number 22 Merchant Street and James Keating became a partner in the business. His next project was to sell ladies fashion from his premises, an idea that was considered unsavoury due to its proximity to the city's keys his venture succeeded as cork citizens always had an eye for good value the rapid success of the cork furniture store now meant that it occupied building numbers 12 13 19 22 30 31 32 and 33 in merchant street further expansion was to follow with the purchase of the london house at number 15 patrick street in 1919 and the official founding of Roach Stores Limited in September of that year. Unfortunately at that time the continuous worry of operating a business with military curfews, raids, looting, shootings and the general harassment of citizens was taking its toll on trade. The London House was burnt to the ground on the night of the 11th of December 1920 by British military forces along with much of the city centre. Fortunately precautions were taken and much of the stock at the Merchant Street warehouses was saved. Roach's stores were the very first to hold a salvage sale. Trade continued for many years, operating from temporary premises until the new building was completed in January 1927. The cost of this new modern department store was £26,474, 16 shillings and 10 pence. William Roach died on the 23rd of February 1939 at the age of 65 years, having achieved his aim of founding his new vision of a department store. On the 8th of August 2006, it was announced that Debenhams would buy the leaseholds of 9 of the 11 Roche stores nationwide stores for 29 million euros. It was the end of a golden era. Many generations of Corkonians will remember with great fondness the iconic Roche stores and particularly their annual real sale, always considered to be the best sale in the city. Michael Linen is a member of our Glanmire Library staff. You might like to read. I had completely lost my reading mojo. In the last six weeks, I have started and abandoned five different books. I simply have not been able to concentrate on any of them. I found myself rereading paragraphs and chapters over and over again, and still not being able to absorb everything. I decided I had to kickstart my brain with one of my favorite authors, Lisa Jewell, and this is how her 2019 release, The Family Upstairs, finally broke the spell. The family upstairs is the story of how Libby, on her 25th birthday, came to inherit a multi-million pound Chelsea mansion. It tells the story of how she was found healthy and happy at 10 months old in the mansion, seemingly the only living person left in the house. The bodies of her parents and another man are found on the kitchen floor with a note on what looked like a cult suicide pact. But were there others? And if so, where were they? And who looked after the baby for the days when her parents were dead? And who took everything from the house, except the baby? The subject matter might not suit everyone, as it involves a dark story of how a normal family can be manipulated by one person. Some of the characters are quite dark, but the book was right up my alley. It was easily read, thrilling, mysterious, and fast-moving. From a third of the way through, I couldn't put it down, and as it was coming to the final chapter, I didn't want it to end. Trina Dunley, Hollyhill Book Club Short story writing with Circa Fogarty. Our final look at Circa's tips on mastering the written word. Everything but the eyes. Many of us are visually orientated. We forget that others may respond equally well to a sense of smell or hearing. This creative writing session will focus on the sensory details of taste, smell, hearing, and touch, anything except the visual. Many writers say they struggle most with appealing to one's sense of smell. Yet studies say our strongest memories are linked to specific sense. Patrick Susskind's wonderful novel, Perfume, is a perfect example of a writer who can convey the sense of smell like no other, from oils and herbs to brass doorknobs and fresh cut wood. Three tips for improving your multi sensory writing. One, create a resource list of sensory rich words. Sound words drone, buzz, bark, rumble, rustle. Gurgle, bleat, bray, caterwaul, chime, chirp, chortle, chuckle, clash, croak, croon, clunk, fizz, gulp. Touch or feeling words spongy, gritty, jagged, feathery, frosty, gnarled, knotted, leathery, oily, puffy, rubbery. Sandy, sharp, slimy, smooth, sticky, velvety. Olfactory words relating to the sense of smell. Acrid, earthy, fetid, floral, musty, pungent, rancid, rotten, effluvious, woodsy, mildewed. Taste words. Bitter, dry, fruity, peppery, rich. Sharp, sugary, sour, tangy, tart, zesty. Number two, expand your vocabulary. To make your writing more complex and interesting, we need to know more complex and interesting words. Make a point of looking up words you don't recognize. While you are reading, write down words or phrases that speak to you. Make friends with a thesaurus. Download a word of the day app. Buy a new word a day daily calendar. Stephen Poole's "A Word for Every Day of the Year 2019 is a fantastic and fascinating glimpse at unique and little-known words, available to order Cork City Libraries. Be creative in finding new words and using them daily. Number three, be more present in your life. We are consistently surrounded by rich sensory experiences if we take the time to notice them. The first day of school after a lazy summer. Camping under the midnight sky. The sounds of a rugby or football match. The elderly woman inching her way across the street. Become a keen observer and recorder of the sensory intricacies of life. Make it a habit to jot down your observations in a notebook or on a memo pad app on your phone. Quick snippets like her hair was the colour of a licorice shoelace or the elderly lady was bent over like a comma can really jumpstart your creative thinking when you need it. Circa Fogarty is a member of the Bishopstown Library Staff. Redeployed Library Staff Elizabeth McNamara When COVID-19 closed our libraries, I, along with other colleagues, volunteered to be redeployed. My new job turned out to be with friendly call Cork, run by Cork City Partnership. Before the outbreak, The organisation had 220 clients, aided by 27 volunteers. They now have 367, with 50 volunteers. I found a friendly call posting a natural fit for a library staff member. In normal times, chatting with your regular patrons, many of whom are older and may be a little isolated, was a regular feature of the job. Our links with housebound patrons also show how we actively reach out to vulnerable groups. Working with Friendly Call has been rewarding. It's a humbling experience to be invited into someone else's life as it fulfills a basic human need to be somebody for somebody else. People who have found themselves feeling isolated through bereavement, illness or because their children and family are living far away really value the friendly call service. It's not so much the speaking as the quality of listening that matters as I've discovered. Never underestimate the effect of a call and when you hang up you do so on that call and not on that person. Friendly Call Cork is a free phone service operating Monday to Friday. It is available in the Cork City area to older people and to anyone feeling lonely, isolated or vulnerable. Your friendly caller will chat to you about your day and check that all is well with you or a loved one. If you want to join either as a volunteer or as a client, contact brenda.barry at partnershipcork.ie or telephone O two one four three O one seven 430 1700 That's all for this edition. All information can be found on our website at www.corkcitylibraries.ie and on our social media channels. Thanks for listening. Slán.